welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We are at episode 113 and today we are talking to Krishla from Shall We Social all about how TikTok can help you grow your Instagram. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is awesome to have you here. If this is your first time, then welcome. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and we love to talk about all things brand, marketing, social, playing big, and all the rest of it. And so this episode is no different. I am excited to have Krishla from Shall We Social. She threw an interesting topic out there, and I grabbed it and thought, yes, let's talk about it. We are talking today about how TikTok can help you get more engagement on Instagram, which I thought was a little bit kind of out there. So hopefully this is going to help you to think a little bit more about whether TikTok is for you. We're going to be talking about that. And also, if you do use TikTok, how it can help you get more engagement on Instagram, but also just some of the lessons that she's learned from TikTok that she thinks can definitely be applied to your Instagram if that's where you're hanging out and what you're using, because you know, that's where I like to hang out. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that Brand Builders Academy next live round registrations open on the 13th of July. So if you want to come and work with me and build a bold and confident brand and create the structure, strategies and systems to be able to scale your business and run a profitable business because that's what I'm obsessed with, then all you have to do is go to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA and join the waitlist because there are some bonuses that only my waitlisters are getting access to. So don't miss out. I'm super excited for this next live round. We've got some new content coming in. You've got the live coaching happening. You've got the amazing community and I want you to be a part of it. Yeah, so make sure you check that out at suzechadwick.com BBA. But this is a chunky episode. It's a long one. So let's dive in. Krishna, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, Now, for those of my audience who don't know you, do you want to just give us a little bit of background on who you are what you do and how you got here? Oh, absolutely. So my name is Krishla. It sounds like Hari Krishna. Um, <laughs> I am the founder. I'm the chief algorithm whisperer, um, Instagram coach, whatever you want to call me for Shall We Social. So I my own business, helping service-based business owners to really take charge and DIY their own Instagram marketing. And I do that with one-on-one coaching and with my signature course, Instagram Unpacked. Awesome. So what made you decide to go down the Instagram route? Well, basically because I love it. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, uh, and aren't we all obsessed with it? Exactly. I mean, I started out doing, you know, being general, uh, general social media strategists, you know, and helping different clients with that and a whole range of things. 
And, you know, there's all this talk about niching down. And what I found was, one, people really wanted to know more about Instagram because everybody else loves it too. And two, I really enjoyed coaching people on Instagram. So I kind of zoned in on that and kind of made that my specialty. I love it. And so obviously we're going to be talking about Instagram, but we're going to be doing something a little bit different today, which is talking about how TikTok can help your Instagram marketing strategy too, which I thought was a little bit different to the usual, this is how you use TikTok, this is how you use Instagram. Now I have a confession to make. I am not using TikTok at the moment. Oh my goodness. I just can't quite get into it. I'm sure that something will click at some point, Uh, but we can talk about that anyway. So when it comes to TikTok, just for my audience, because it is pretty new, like it was uh, musically a while ago for those who kind of have heard of that. uh, And now it's moved to TikTok. Um, and for me, all I see most of the time is dancing. Yes. Dancing's the most, the most that I see on TikTok. Uh, and my kids are pretty enamored with it as well. So for those of my audience who don't know TikTok, let's just give them a really quick snapshot of Absolutely. what you kind of see it as. Okay. So it is a video creation and sharing app. That's all it is. It's just video. So it's a bit like only having Instagram stories and an app and you can share videos that are between 15 and 60 seconds long. Um, It's got a really great inbuilt um, video editor. So you can do everything within the app. So you can film your videos, you can edit them, you can add Uh, filters and stickers you can use editing tools to crop your videos and make transitions and everything there so it is really you know it's about creating video Um, it's also very what's audio based and musically based Mm. so people will do voiceovers on their videos for example and share them but then other people can actually use their voiceover for their own videos so it's a lot of um, content sharing, I guess, and that's kind of, you know, why people love it. It's kind of fun. And they have a huge um, range of commercial music as well that you can use in any of your videos, although that may be changing for brands down the track. So, um, but at yeah, the moment, surprise me. Yeah, yeah, at the moment you can do that. Um, but I suspect, and just word on the street is that could be changing. Um, so there are two key areas off the TikTok interface. And this is really, you know, um, where it maybe differs a bit from Instagram. So you've got the for you page and the following page. Now the following pages, as you would expect, shows you all the content from people that you follow and you've chosen to follow. Now the for you page, this is really, yeah, where all the magic happens. So this is a mixed bag. It's all the different content Um, that's maybe going viral at the moment, Um, brand new content, all content starts out on the For You page just for a little bit of time. And also it's content that the algorithm thinks that you might enjoy. So you really get served up. Everybody has their own unique For You page and that's determined by, you know, what the algorithm thinks you're going to enjoy based on your past behaviours, right? Mm -hmm. Um, TikTok you know, as compared to Instagram, the aesthetic is very raw, real, and not as published um, or polished, I should say, as Instagram. 
it's really about authenticity um, and showing your personality, okay? So having lots of fun on the platform. It's raw and ready and like people are filming in kind of dark, dingy basements, <laughs> which you wouldn't normally see, yeah. you know, on Instagram. Um, the other, I guess, key difference between the platforms is Instagram's all about engagement. It's engagement and community building focused, whereas TikTok is about discovery and getting discovered or getting TikTok famous, as the kids call it. <laughs> okay. And so why do you think, I mean, obviously I focus mainly on business, which is I think where I struggle with TikTok because there's only a couple of people that I follow from a business perspective. Um, and so the majority, like I said, of the content I see is kind of dancing and that sort of stuff. Yeah. More, more fun. And so how are you seeing it for business owners? Well, first of all, I think, you know, it used to be very much about the dancing and the challenges and kind of this viral content and kind of being famous for the sake of being famous. But as the platform's growing and more people are coming onto it, I guess the nature of the platform is changing as it happens on any social media platform, right? So back in the, back in the olden days, back in 2012, Instagram was actually dominated by teenagers and look at it now, you know, yeah. so as we're seeing more people come onto there, they're realizing, I guess, you know, the differences between TikTok and maybe some other social media platforms and that discoverability element that as a business owner, you can come on, you can share content and get discovered by a whole range of new people. There are, I think it's nearly 1 billion users mm. now, right? And I know you shared a great graph the other day about um, in your um, Facebook group showing the percentage of each um, of TikTok users, you know, for yeah, different age groups. Yeah. And look, people over, what, about 30 or something, there was only about 8%. But 8% of a billion is still yeah. a lot of people, right? Yeah. So it's that potential to reach new people, I think, that businesses are now catching on to and thinking, oh, actually, I could do something here or repurpose some of my existing content just to get that presence and, you know, and reach some new people that you might not otherwise. And I think for me, that's kind of been my initial thought is that I watch Gary Vee. I always watch Gary Vee. He's always the one that I'm watching on any new platform to see how he's using it. And I did, I do like the fact that he repurposes a lot of his speaking gigs. So he'll have like bites um, of particular things that he says, things that he believes, etc. And I'm just like, because I've got quite a bit on my speaker reel, that would be an easy repurpose for me. Absolutely. So it's, it's kind of looking at what's easy for me to try first, what seems to be working when I look at people who I really respect in the business arena from a social perspective uh, and then and then giving it a try as well. So I think that, yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking. But like we sort of said, you know, it is kind of looking at the demographics and whether that's right for you. So should we be rushing out to market our brand and business on TikTok? What do you think? Well, look, I think... Um and, you know, I can hear the objections from here, right? <laughs> People saying, I don't have time for yes. another platform. Okay, I get that. I totally get it. You know, and I don't recommend that you rush out 
and market your business on TikTok if you don't have the time to dedicate to it, okay? You do need to invest time. You know, that's the same for any social media platform you choose to show up on. So first of all, I would say, maybe you can join TikTok and just observe a little bit and see, look, is my ideal customer client on here, right? Yeah. And actually Gary V himself, this is one of his recommendations, especially, you know, he's he's a big um, fan of TikTok. Yes. He posts a lot of content onto there, but he's got a whole team working behind him, okay? Yeah. So if you're in a position like we are, you know, where you don't have a huge team of content creators behind you, then you may just want to come onto the platform and just observe and see, look, are my ideal customers or clients here? Is it worth investing some time into it? Because TikTok, you really do need to be consistent, especially at the start when you want to grow your audience. The great news is you can grow your audience really fast. So I've got now more followers on TikTok than I have on Instagram. I've been on Instagram for four years, TikTok for about five months. Okay. Like that's, you know, it, there's exponential growth because of that discoverability because of the ability to go viral but you can always you know coming back to the question here um if you're not sure whether tiktok's right for you jump on and just see what's going on get a feel for it and you can decide look is it worth spending some time doing this if not you can still learn some really valuable lessons and that's what we're going to talk about today that you can apply to your other social media platforms, Instagram especially, because you've got that stories element on Instagram. Yeah. You know, you can take what you see on TikTok, what you learn from the platform and apply some of those lessons over to, you know, your Instagram stories. Um, I think, you know, we're, all, we're already seeing TikTok infiltrating other parts of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, right. So are they, the, um, some TikTok videos you'll see appear in like Google search results, okay. uh, which is, yes, yeah, something that Instagram stories don't tend to do. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, you'll see, I mean, if you watch the project, they're always showing TikTok videos, right? <laughs> when they're doing, you know, life in lockdown and those yeah. other kind of comedy segments. Yeah. They're constantly pulling through that content. So I think it's worth at least just taking a look to see what's happening there, you know, to help shape your strategy over on your chosen platform. And if that's Instagram, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, awesome. There's a guy, Jay, um, Jay Zantz. He does like the takeoffs of like Scott Morrison at the, like when they're doing a yes. press conference and stuff. And I think he is hilarious. And so I always watch him and he pulls all of his TikTok videos over into Instagram as well. So, um, yeah, so I think he's the main one that I follow sort of on, on there, but yeah, it's really interesting. Now, obviously today we want to talk about how you can potentially use TikTok to, get more engagement or reach or followers on Instagram. So what are some of the things that we can be sort of looking at how we integrate those two platforms if we want to do that? Okay. Well, first of all, I guess if you're going to have a TikTok presence, you can link it to your Instagram account, which is fantastic. They've got a little button there in the bio. So obviously make sure that you do that. You can add a call to action as well you know, in addition to that, to really drive that point home that you want people to come and follow you over on Instagram. If that's kind of where you tend to hang out the most, you can do a bit on TikTok, but really get people over to your preferred platform in that way. And maybe you have some kind of incentive to come over um, or simply an invitation. Sometimes just 
telling people what to do can really work there. Uh, you could also, you know, with your TikToks, because they're very short, like you said, you can repurpose some of your other content and then invite people to view the full video um, or, you know, to learn more over on another platform. So whether that's your own website or, you know, IGTV, if you've got some longer format videos there, um, this would work really well for educational content, that kind of evergreen content, right? And kind of integrate the two that way. So if you think of TikTok as an extension of your Instagram account, that's really focused on discoverability and reach and getting to a new audience. Whereas Instagram is about where you're going to build that community, build that engagement and have, I guess, more meaningful interactions. The, the issue with TikTok that I've found is because your videos can really easily go viral, they can end up in front of a whole lot of random people and yeah. not just your ideal customer. So my TikTok followers are a real mixed bag. And look, and I know that they're not quality like my Instagram followers are. Hi guys. Um, <laughs> you know, they, you know, I've got, I think like heaps of dudes from the US and yeah. they're probably not going to work with me, but there's probably a segment in, in there that are, and I've had new followers on Instagram who have messaged me and said, I found you on TikTok. Okay. So there are the ones that want to come through and engage with you will, and the others will just stay there on TikTok and that's fine. You know, I um, came onto it as a, almost a bit of a, a social media experiment yeah. right, where I didn't care so much about the aesthetics. That's a word that I really struggled to say, um, you know, but I, I wanted to have fun. I wanted just to experiment with the algorithm and see what would happen. Right. So coming onto a platform right from the start or sort of from the start mm. um, as an early adopter and to watch the changes has been just really interesting for that. Yeah, I think the last time I looked, obviously that might be a while, uh, you couldn't have your Instagram by or link as well. Yeah. And also you can have another link, can't you? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I've okay. got a link. You can link. There's a button that comes to my Instagram. And then I also have one to my website that has the yeah. same links that I have on my Instagram link okay. in bio. Um, yeah. Or you could create, you know, if you had something that's specific for your TikTok audience, you know, if you've got a freebie or some kind of lead magnet or something for them, you could include that there as well as a way to kind of move traffic from TikTok to your preferred locations. Yeah. Okay, cool. What else do we need to be thinking about when it comes okay. to this? So what I've done, I guess, um, in sort of doing this little experiment is I've taken away, I guess, a few key learnings um, that I'm now applying to the way that I approach my other social media platforms and Instagram in particular, because as I said, I love hanging out there. Um, so first of all, I would say the thing that you learn and especially observing the platform from the start, even from the start of the year, it's changed. Um, and with heaps of people coming on while in lockdown, that's yes. really, we've seen, we, uh, the TikTok crew, yeah. have seen a big change. Um, so really, I guess the first lesson is change is constant on any social media platform, right? You know, as more people join the app, the nature of the platform's changing. And even, you know, in the short period of time, the kind of heyday of this mega viral reach, you know, your videos getting seen by a million people overnight, 
that's already starting to slip away. Um, at least for the smaller creators, maybe for the larger ones that have already got a, a huge audience, great, they might still be experiencing that. But for new smaller creators who used to be able to get go viral and um, get TikTok famous really quickly, that reach is already dropping because there's more people on the platform. So in the beginning, there were more users than there were content creators. So TikTok um, and the For You page would recycle content from creators, you know, to people more than once because it didn't have enough content basically to fill the For You page. Okay. But now, you know, more people are on there and creating content, so it makes sense. Your reach is going to drop. And that's just a natural evolution of any social media platform in terms of supply and demand. Yeah. So in terms of the lesson we can take from that and apply to Instagram, don't complain, right? Adapt. <laughs> I see yeah. so many people complaining that their Instagram reach has dropped. That's just a fact of life. There are over a billion users on there now and there's only one Instagram feed, just as there's only one for you page on TikTok. So, you know, it's, I guess you can't sit around complaining. What you need to do is you need to adapt in terms of maybe your approach, um, your content creation approach, or maybe switch up your activity in terms of not always pushing out content, but going and engaging with other people's content as a way to draw people over to you and to, and to grow your followers. So I think, you know, you really always need to be innovating when it comes to your social media strategy. It's not something that's set in stone. Um, yeah. that you just, you know, pop up on the shelf and that's that. <laughs> um, also when TikTok began, and this is probably what people still have in their mind, you know, the lip syncing, the dance challenges, all mm. of that was what people were really into. But now again, as more people are joining the platform and more businesses, the content is changing, right? Mm. And so again, you really need to just mix, mix things up and see what's going to work for your audience. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and I do think that just watching and seeing what people are doing, I think is important because I think that, you know, whilst I look at Gary Vee and he does repurpose a lot of stuff, which is something that would be easy for me to do, I think it's also about looking at how you're making the content native to the platform as well. So I think it's just uh, understanding it a little bit more uh, and hopefully you've got content that you can repurpose, but then just tweaking it so that yeah. it looks a bit more native, I think is probably a good thing to do. I often create videos and I, I use InShot to edit my videos. Yeah. I actually find it easier than the TikTok platform because, you know, I'm officially like a boomer yeah. <laughs> according to the, the young kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I tend to do is I might have like a two-minute video that I'm going to use over on Instagram. Um, it will pop onto IGTV or use on Facebook. And then I'll make a shortened, faster-paced version that I use over on TikTok. Okay. So, you know, and kind of just create the two at once. And that's repurposing, but as you said, like adjusting it to suit the platform. Yeah. Okay. So I guess another key lesson um, from, you know, my time on TikTok is not to make assumptions. And I'm sure we're all guilty of this, but, you know, people thinking, oh, I don't think my audience is on there, you know, when they're thinking about TikTok. Yeah. As I said before, after lockdown, so many people have downloaded the app. In fact, last year, 2019, it was the most downloaded app. 
So, you know, I think don't just assume, get on there and see, you know, it's, um, you might be pleasantly surprised. So really look at that data, see who's there, um, you know, and as I said before, one thing um, that TikTok does in terms of data, I guess, which is very interesting, is that it puts, puts your post reach and your likes front and center. So other people can see how your video has performed yeah. just by looking at your profiles and you can see all the likes, um, which means you've got nowhere to hide. Now, it, I find this really interesting given, you know, Instagram's or Facebook slash Instagram's emphasis on hiding likes last mm. year, right, for mental health reasons, mm. whether it's that or not, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I actually think TikTok have done this intentionally to kind of create competition okay. with users and people are trying to, you know, better their own score or, or beat other users as such. Um, and for that reason, they'll keep pushing out more and more content because they want to try and go viral or become famous or participate in the challenges in that, in the hopes of, you know, their account performing better. So, you know, um, I guess aside from possible emotional scarring, <laughs> having, having your performance visible right there when you look at each video um, it's actually, it is useful because it shows you what content's working yeah. and what's not. And you can really quickly adjust, um, you know, your content strategy. So in terms of that lesson for Instagram, use your data, use yeah. your insights. If you've got a business profile, if you don't, and you're using a scheduling tool, they have fantastic insights as well on most of them, but use those insights to make informed decisions about your content creation. Yeah. So don't just assume this is what people to see you can actually use that and because that's feedback right so people liking or commenting or engaging with your content is direct feedback to you that yes this is what I want or don't want to form the comments are negative um, but I think really use that in terms of your Instagram marketing strategy because there's no point investing time into something that people don't want or showing up on a platform that your ideal customer isn't on yeah, hundred percent. I think that, and I don't think uh, enough people use the insights. Like I was talking about it in my um, digital content creators club this morning in the Facebook group, just saying that, you know, I'm working with a client at the moment and they post a lot and they've got zero engagement and you've just got to take a step back and just hold for a minute and actually say, like, what are we trying to do and why are we not getting engagement? Um, you know, and they've got a lot of followers as well. So I think that assessment always has to be something that you're looking at on a regular basis. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So what else have I learned? Evergreen is queen, which I just like saying because it <laughs> rhymes. But really there are two types of content on TikTok that really perform well evergreen content and trending content so trending content that is the dance moves you know the mm. the lip syncing the making fun of donald trump kind of content that we see <laughs> a lot of there's oh, there's so much humor on tiktok it's really it's really great yeah just good for a break and a bit of a laugh sometimes yeah but that's you know trending content that works really well and it does get great reach um, because it can be discovered by other people. And they've got a discover page, a bit like the explore page on Instagram, but also your tying in music hashtags and things that are associated with that. 
So that content's great, but it's the evergreen kind of high value content that is not time sensitive that I think we will find as the platform evolves is what's really going to help people, I guess, maintain their levels of, um, of performance, their followers, keep people, you know, engaged with what they're doing. So this can be entertaining, it can still be entertaining, it can be engaging, and of course it can be educational. So if it's good content now, then it's good in a week or a month or maybe even a year from now. Yeah. And that, I think, you know, that's a great lesson we can bring over to Instagram. So one really interesting thing um, with the, the TikTok algorithm, and nobody really knows how it works, right? There's lots of conspiracy theories going yeah. around. But, you know, people think it kind of works like this. What TikTok does with some of your older high-performing content is it pushes that out again each time you get new followers. So your new followers kind of get like a best of or a highlights reel of your best performing content when they first start following you. So if that's evergreen content that's still relevant months down the track, then they're going to engage with it, right? It's mm. still going to be relevant to them. It's going to draw them in and keep them, you know, following you because they might follow and then realize you're not. Um, so I think that's a really great lesson that we can bring over to Instagram is to share that kind of, you know, um, high value evergreen content. And IGTV is a really great place for doing this um, because, you know, you can create, obviously you've got longer format videos mm. so you can talk and you can, you know, explain really complex um, ideas and, you know, or give tutorials or something that takes a little bit more time than say an Instagram story. But also because you have almost like a catalogue there, people can come and refer back. But so it's almost like a, a reference point for your account or for your brand. Um, and you know you can you can keep driving traffic to that older IGTV content by linking it to your Instagram stories as well. So you can mm. keep getting like your new viewers to come and view that older content, just like TikTok's algorithm does. You can kind of do that manually yourself. Now, a little hot tip to do with IGTV, because you'll know, obviously, that they've started testing advertising. Well, we know what this means, right? Yeah. If they're, if they're going to have ads, they're going to be driving traffic to IGTV. So if you're not already producing IGTV content, get on it. Make sure you've got some really great evergreen content there, content that is aligned, I guess, with maybe your key content pillars or the things that you want to be known for as a brand um, because I'm also hoping with the increase in um, you know traffic to IGTV with the paid advertising that they're going to add in some kind of search functionality um, that's one thing one area that um, IGTV, I guess, lacks, um, mm. especially, you know, compared to say YouTube, which that's the idea of IGTV is to be a bit like a YouTube. Um, but they need that search functionality. And once they get that, it won't matter how old your content is because it can be discovered by a search. So yeah, watch the space, I guess, for that. But yeah, the moral of the story, create evergreen content and pop it on your IGTV. 
Yeah, and I love that they've just changed uh, where you do a live and you can post that to your IGTV as well. Yes. So Which I think it's really good, right? My gosh. Thank God is. for that. <laughs> I had so many issues. Like when I was no, on an iPhone, I could save it, but I went to Android, it wouldn't let me save it. So I just oh. stopped doing lives because I'm like, well, I can't like repurpose this. Yeah, but anyway. Exactly. It's a waste. All right. Okay, so another, I guess, key lesson that we can take from TikTok and apply to Instagram is to get trendy or to pay attention to trending content. Now, we know trending content works, especially on that platform and on others. Um, And really, I guess on TikTok, the trending content is about community. So if you're participating in a dance challenge, for example, you know, you're part of something that's bigger than you. Um, it's fun there's kind of an established culture around you know the dancers Um, there's associated hashtags and there are a group of people willing and waiting to engage with that content Um, which is why it performs so well people have an interest in it they want to see the next person you know doing their take on that trend so in terms of Instagram and, you know, I guess it's about creating that sense of community and opportunities for engagement with your content. So, you know, you can't just expect engagement to come to you. It just doesn't work like that. And especially now we've got lower reach. We need to accept that and not complain and instead adapt our strategy to really create those engagement opportunities. So the accounts that do really well are fostering a sense of community and they're creating content that is designed to be shared or to go viral. Um, You know, how viral that is, but it's about, you know, getting it out to other people, right, and involving them in what you're doing or making them feel part of it. You know, that's, we're humans, right? That's what we want. We want that connectedness. So, you know, how can you do this on Instagram without dancing? (laughs) That's what we all want to know, right? Well, look, I guess you need to work out how you can invite people to engage with or share your content. So if you can create some kind of challenge for Instagram, they work really well on Instagram as well, Um, or shareable templates, you know, the the, um, ones that you fill in with, you know, your favorite books or gifts, you know, explaining your mood or whatever, they do so well. Obviously, you want people to tag you in it so the traffic can kind of come back your way. But that kind of viral content that gets people involved, gets people actively engaging and pushing out you and your brand to other people, that's the kind of stuff that you can create and do really easily on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually think that with that, people like to talk about themselves. Yes. Like people like to share stuff about them. So I think that when it comes to engagement, it's really about giving people an opportunity (laughs) to talk about themselves um, and share what they think and share how they feel and stuff like that. So I think that that's, yeah, an, an easier way to try and engage people is think Absolutely. about them. Yeah. Well, and Instagram stories, for example, has inbuilt engagement features. So it's got the little slider you can do. You've got the question sticker, which does tend to get targeted by bots, Very I have spammy. to say. Yeah. Um, The poll, I think, is one of the most useful because people cannot resist clicking on one of the poll options. They can't do it. They can't go by without tapping on it. So that's a really great way to get that engagement. And because you can see who's actually tapped, you know, on each response, you could then go back and engage with them further or discuss more depending on 
what kind of story you were sharing, right? Um, or you could send them a useful link related to their answer as well. So not only getting that engagement on Instagram, but taking them off of Instagram, possibly to your own website or getting them to opt in for something, you know, so there's so many opportunities there to, I guess, create that engagement for yourself. Uh, okay. One thing that TikTok has really shaped in terms of my own strategy um, and my video marketing strategy, especially is to pick up the pace. Okay. Yeah. So what works well, you've only got between 15 and 60 seconds on TikTok. And even sometimes 60 seconds is too long. People's attention spans are so short. Okay. So it's got to be really attention grabbing content, fast pace. Like they're really ruthless. They will swipe on past you <laughs> on TikTok, you know, um, maybe on Instagram, people are a bit politer, but really you need to grab people's attention in those first few seconds. So you can't be doing this. Hello. Happy Monday, hope you're well. Just dropped in to say, by the time you've done that, like you've lost them, okay? Yeah. And so I've really brought that, I guess, um, the pace of my videos up after being on TikTok and kind of just getting rid of the fluff and getting to the point, right? So you want to start strong with a hook, just as you do on your written captions, something that's going to grab people's attention and I guess say to them why they should stick around and keep watching. So what am I going to give you, essentially? Make yeah. it all about your audience, okay? What's in it for them? Why yeah. would they want to waste 15 seconds of their life on you, you know? <laughs> invest, so, invest 15 invest, seconds. Invest, invest. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, something like, um, here are three ways you can do this. And if yeah. people want to know that, they're going to keep watching for as long as your story goes. You know, you don't have to just stick to 15 seconds, but it's about making it snappy. Another thing that TikTok does really well and that I've been trying to incorporate into some of my other videos are like quick transitions between um, little clips and it just creates a point of visual interest. So rather than, again, you just standing there doing a talking head in the same position, yes. move around, stand in front yeah. of some different things, like just... Um, you know, cut some shorter clips together to make a longer video, but it's more interesting to watch. It is. And yeah, I think, I don't know, shake things up a little bit, you know, yeah. especially. In, you I know, do your... like the video capability on TikTok. It is good. Yes. Like I loved um, a while ago, I saw a few people where you kind of stand there and then they jump. And then when they're coming back down in the jump, they're in a different outfit. Yes. And it was yep. like quite a lot of prom type, I think, yep. you know, looks. But that's been, yeah, I think that the the video functionality is really good on TikTok. I think it does make it really interesting and different compared to just a single clip that's kind of all the same. Exactly. And do you know what? If you're doing something different that's visually different over on Instagram to everybody else, people are going to stop and watch, right? They're going to pay attention because you know, it's something unique, it's, you will stand out from your competitors possibly. Yeah. So I think it's worth, you know, at least looking at some ways that you can kind of shake up your content, you know, and if your engagement has dropped, well, maybe it is about putting out something a bit fresh and interesting to kind of, to reinvigorate your account, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, probably, I guess, one of the most important lessons, especially for me as a perfectionist <laughs> that I've learned from TikTok is it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Now, you know, if you've seen my Instagram feed, <laughs> you'll know I'm a sucker for 
perfection. Um, but on TikTok, as I said before, it's about that kind of rough and raw content. It doesn't have to be beautiful at all. And in fact, I think that might even work against you on TikTok. Yeah. Um, anything that looks a little too styled um, or overly produced probably won't get engagement because people may think it's, you know, an ad on TikTok. So it's having that kind of authentic realness that, and you can bring that over to Instagram as well. Now you don't have to make your content ugly if that's, you know, if that's not your style, but I guess yeah. it's not being so particular, you know, um, and it's better to get your message out there and to engage with people then to kind of wait until the perfect time or your hair looks beautiful, or your makeup looks nice or what have you, you know, it's more about sharing that message, you know, so have a bit of fun and don't take yourself too seriously, I think is yeah. definitely the key benefit there. Um, as I said before, you know, with TikTok, you don't have to go on TikTok if that's not your thing. If you go on there and you watch and you think, no, this is definitely not for me I, or I don't have the time to invest. But one thing I guess about observing the videos and the content on there is it can help you to become a better creator. So as I said before, you know, if you get on there and you try and use TikTok's editor, it's a bit tricky to kind of work out at first. I had to watch some YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, that pushes you out of your comfort zone, right? And you're trying different styles of videos. You might be, you know, for the first time using some editing tools, so creating transitions or aligning your video with music or audio or what have you. So, you know, I guess it upskills you in that way. It also encourage you, encourages you to become more confident on video, especially, you know, if you're showing up daily on TikTok. Um, you know, and for me, you might not believe this, but I actually don't like being on video, um, <laughs> even though I'm on stories all the time. Yeah, I had to get over that kind of initial fear and that trepidation and just force myself to do it for the reason that I said before. It's more important that you're sharing your message than a few yeah. moments of your own discomfort. And so getting on TikTok, and especially if you don't really care about what's going on there, it can be really... Um, I guess, really freeing, um, <laughs> if that's the right term. But, you know, if you don't really care what people think, you're just in it for a bit of fun, you can build your confidence up that way to then maybe use when you, to go live, you know, on Instagram um, yeah. or to create those IGTV videos or something a little bit more involved. Um, yeah, so I think there are so many really amazing creators on TikTok who are doing really cool stuff. Like these, yeah. there's some really talented people on there yeah. as well as people kind of doing the jokey content as well. Yeah. And what we'll do is you've actually got a great list of people. So we'll put that in the show notes yeah. so people can go and check them out. Um, and, and yeah, go take a look at the content that they're creating and see what works for them um, too. Cause I do think you get inspired by people when you watch them. But for those of my audience who are listening, kind of going, all right, Krishla, if I wanted to <laughs> maybe, maybe try this out, what are some tips that you've got for them on how they can get started on TikTok if they're wanting to check it out for their business? Okay, well, yeah, if you're thinking, I need TikTok in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure anybody's thinking that, but we could oh, definitely that. give it a try. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'll warn you, it is highly addictive. Yeah. It is so fun because I'm there's definitely lots a of, watcher. Oh, it's, it's really addictive, especially when you first get on there because you wouldn't have seen some of these challenges 
um, you know, and lip syncing and stuff before. Like it's, it's quite a new style of content if you're not used to it. Once you've been on there for a while, you see that people are kind of copying each other's stuff and you kind of get used to it. But at first it is such a novelty. And I think what's really fun about it and why it's so addictive is because um, it kind of takes you back to the roots of social media. Remember back in the olden days when you'd like poke someone on Facebook? Do you remember that? There was no purpose to that, but it was fun. And that's kind of a, a lot of what TikTok is. There's kind of no real purpose. but it's fun. Um, So beware, you will spend a lot of time on there, but that's okay. And because it's really short, snackable content, and because the algorithm does tailor your For You page for you, the more you watch, the more it learns about you, and then the more it delivers content that you'll like. And so you spend longer and longer on the platform, which is, you know, Every social media algorithm is designed to keep you on there for longer, right? That's kind of what they do. So just beware. I'll say that first. Okay. Once you've gotten over that and you've got a few hours to spare every day. um, (laughs) First of all, as we said before, and as Gary Vee has suggested, and he knows what he's talking about, so we'll quote him, but really just watch. Get on there first and just watch and see what's going on before you start creating your own content. I think that's really important. You'll see what other people are doing. You'll see kind of what works. You can, I guess, decide what kind of style you would like for your platform. Um, You know, will you be tapping into those trends um, and some of that trending content. You don't, again, you don't have to dance, but you might use some of the trending music in your videos and that can actually work really well for helping your reach, just by the way. Um, You know, I think it's also really important to sit and watch a whole range of creators, not just ones in your industry, because you don't want to inadvertently copy what, you know, everyone else is doing. Um, yeah. so it's good I think to that get was that my inspiration as well. It's like, I just, I don't want to be exactly the same as what everybody else is yep. doing. So, yeah, exactly. So I think it's, that's why it's really refreshing to kind of watch some of these other creators and see the style of video that they're doing or transitions or music or kind of what they're doing with their video production. And then you can apply your own content and your own spin on things as well. So, yeah. you know, see what's working well and, what, and take note of what you enjoy watching as a consumer, right? Because if you're enjoying it and your ideal customer is a bit like you, well, you kind of know what to try. And it is a bit of trial and error and your first few TikToks will probably be horrible. And don't worry about that. That's <laughs> mine are terrible. You you're can scroll gonna, back to I tried one. I tried one one day and I was like, oh. yeah, okay. I feel like I've done that now. But it's fine, you know, they, and you evolve and you get better. And that's the whole mm. point, right? It's making you a better creator. It's forcing you out of your comfort zone. Okay. You know, growth hurts um, <laughs> or at least is sometimes uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so really that's the first piece of advice. Sit, watch, and then decide what you're going to do. What's your strategy going to be? How often are you going to show up? You know, what kind of content are you going to produce? In terms of, I guess, best practice or what's working now, and, you know, as we know, the platform's constantly evolving, so this this advice may not be applicable even in a few months' time. But, you know, if we're looking at this um, as a business, perhaps, if you're coming on to promote your business or your brand, the first thing I would suggest is that you actually 
make sure that your profile is completed. So link to your Instagram account if you want to drive tra traffic over there, add a website link, or if you have some kind of opt-in or something that you want to promote, obviously put that link in there. Now, the other thing you need to do, um, especially if you want to use this for business, is to switch to a pro account. That's free. It's just a matter of changing something in your settings. Um, and that way you'll get analytics data about, you know, your performance of your content. Now, you want that, right? Because you want to review that to see what's working. You also get demographic data as well about your audience and who you're attracting, um, which may be a whole lot of dudes from the US like me. Um, awesome. <laughs> so I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, but it's, it's a good way, I guess, to just gauge what's working. And if you're going to use it for business, well, you want to measure those things, right? Yeah. The second piece of advice or kind of best practice, I guess, that I would suggest is pick a niche and stick to it, okay? So I find that the creators that are sharing unique content in a particular niche are the ones that are kind of doing the best because people follow them and they know what to expect. Yeah. And, you know, otherwise, if you're doing a whole lot of different things, yeah, you might go viral, Um you know, if it's just for fun and it's not for business, fine. But if you want to use it to build a brand, stick to your niche, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you can still present stuff in a fun way, but it's on kind of similar topic areas. So people know why they should really follow you and be, I guess, engaging with your content. Um, be consistent. Now, especially if you're starting out on TikTok, it's recommended that you post one to three times a day, which might feel like a lot of content, right? <laughs> now, remember, you can make really short little snippet videos, okay? So you can take a larger piece of content and you can chop that up and put it out as three posts um, or three videos, I should say, you know, as a way to maintain that consistency. So think about what you've already got, say, on your Instagram account. Look through some of your best performing Instagram content you can go into your insights, you know, you can take essentially a good caption from Instagram and then just present it as a video for TikTok. Simple as that. You can kind of read the caption on the video, maybe not reading it, yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's, you can just do that, right? As your first few pieces of content, that will be a really easy way to create some content, just sit and batch film them all. And then you can, you know, add a little bit of music in the background. You can add some text over top. Um, but that's, you know, one way to, I guess, get a lot of content quickly. As with any platform, you can repurpose your content too. So a few months down the track, I've started now recycling some of the better performing videos exactly as they are back onto TikTok for new followers to see. Or sometimes what I'll do if I've still got them in InShot, um, the editing app that I like to use, I might um, just change things up a wee bit or have a different intro or even add a different piece of music with it, right? Just to make it a wee bit different. But you can do that because as we know with any social media platform, not everybody sees your content. So it's safe to repurpose it. And if it was a good piece of content three months ago, it's still a good piece of content today. So you really want to be consistent. Um, it seems on TikTok, it doesn't matter so much as to the time of day that you post. So, you know, you can experiment with this yourself. Um, but because the algorithm, you don't, it's not like Instagram where you want to get that engagement right away. With the algorithm there, it will kind of put it on the for you page. 
it kind of tests to see if people like it. If people engage with it, it pushes it out further. And so it, you might find that your content's kind of a bit stagnant to start with and then suddenly gets a big spike um, a day or two or even a week later. Um, okay. So the algorithm's a little bit different in that way. So don't get too hung up on when you post, just post consistently to kind of at least build the momentum and then you can drop off and not do it as much. So I was posting one or two times a day at the start and now I've dropped off and I post maybe four or five times a week. I'm not, you okay. know, I'm not doing this much. Um, you know, so I guess it, again, comes down to that content that you're creating. So if it's evergreen, you know, um, it's still going to perform days and weeks down the track as well. Awesome. As I said before, keep it short and snappy. No waffling, okay? You cannot waffle. Trust me, you'll see the difference in your videos that you put up. The short, snappy ones that get to the point will perform much better. Okay. Uh, add text or captions to your videos. So, you know, make them accessible for people who are watching. Um, most people do tend to watch with sound on on um, TikTok, mm. interestingly. But, you know, it keeps people engaged for longer if they're kind of reading along with your text and it helps get your point across as well, especially if you are presenting something in kind of a, a quick way. Um, you know, you want a bit of text to help clarify your message as well. Okay. Uh, a couple more points, you know, if you want to try this, the, um, the trends and do some of those, great, but add your own spin on it. Like, don't just copy exactly the same, you know, as everyone else has done. Even if you were doing, say, one of the dances that has, like, set dance moves, um, you know, can you do it in a different location to other people, you know, <laughs> something different in the background, you know, just make it your own, right? Make it kind of represent who you are as a brand, you know, and I've seen lots of businesses and brands doing dance moves, right? Because it's a bit of fun, like, you know, so it's showing your personality, your brand personality. So if that is appropriate for you and your brand, Suze, I think I could see you doing some dances. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not sure. quite sure I'm, I'm committed to practicing mm, the dance. I know, do you know, they are hard. You can actually, now here's a little tip if you want to learn a dance, you can slow down the video, um, so you can learn the dances. So you can watch someone else's, you can slow down theirs and copy it. Um, there's lots of tips on how to do that. Yeah, I'm still TikTok, not sure right? I'm committed to that. Just yet. I know. You Some never know what you might see. <laughs> you never know what you might see. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll keep a, a close lookout. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess finally, and you know, related to that point, have some fun. Don't yeah. take it too seriously, okay? You know, as I said, you probably, I mean, you could probably build a great, business on TikTok, but what you might find because of that ability to go viral is you've got a real mixed bag in terms of your followers. So, you know, don't take it too seriously. And the people who do want to engage with you and your business on a deeper level, you know, you can encourage them, as I said before, to move over to Instagram or to come to your website or wherever else you like to engage with them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you go. I mean, that is a lot for us to have a think about and go through. I mean, I do think uh, really looking at how your platforms, I guess, help each other. I know one thing that I want to do more of is that I know a lot of people on YouTube are sharing their Instagram and that's getting a lot of traction. So looking at is TikTok a great place for you? What can you learn from it for your Instagram? But also can you grow your Instagram if that's where you're hanging out the most? 
through other platforms like YouTube or TikTok or wherever else you are. So, um, yeah, I, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it a lot. (laughs) I'm just like, I need to like dive in a bit more. And there are some really basic ways. What I'll do is I'll try and find some TikTok videos that I think are really quick and easy for business owners just to dip their toe into the water. Um, And Amy Porterfield was talking about this a couple of weeks ago on her podcast as well. And so I'll share some of those. I might try some of those to start with before I start like really creating anything that's, you know, original for me i might use some of the sound tracks that i've seen other people use that are that are kind of quick and easy to try yeah the yes no one is very that's easy that's the one that's yeah. a good soundtrack or you know having one where you just point to the words yes. because you can set the duration for your text so you write your text then you hold down on it and you edit the duration so it pops up at the right point that one with a, a bit of music behind i've got heaps of those on mine because they are really easy to make yeah. Um, and I can film them when there's baby screaming in the background. Uh, <laughs> awesome. It's <laughs> not a problem. Now, one more little sneaky tip I will give you in terms of repurposing content. I have been repurposing my TikToks onto Pinterest and mm-hmm. it's grown my following by 300% in the past wow. 30 days. You're following on TikTok or Pinterest? On Pinterest. So, okay. you know, if you've got nice, short, snappy videos, on TikTok, they do work well over on Pinterest there as well. There you go. So there you go. A little, another little. I know. I'm going to have a Pinterest person coming on the podcast because that's something I've been focusing on a bit more from an like from a search engine mm. and from a website traffic perspective. So we will be talking about that, and I'm sure TikTok will come up in that conversation too. So. Um, so yeah, very, very good. Awesome. Well, Krishna, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now for my audience, um, where can they find you? We'll have all of your links in the show notes, but where do you hang out? Where can they find you? What have you got coming up? Okay. Well, I hang out on Instagram a lot. Surprise, surprise. And also on TikTok. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Shelby Social. So I was lucky to be able to pick up the handle for all Good the work. social media platforms. I know, right? Um, and coming up, well, I guess I've got, um, if we're speaking about engagement, um, I've got a five-day Instagram engagement challenge. Um, by the time this airs, it will be um, set to evergreen. So you can do it anytime you like. So it's over over on my website at shallysocial.com.au forward slash Instagram challenge just to make it easy for people. So that's, you know, there and available for people. If they do, I guess, want to reinvigorate their account, um, they can do that. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for all the tips today. You have inspired me. I will go and check it out and you never know what you might see. I'm not sure you'll see a dance, but you never know. (laughs) Lovely. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Lots to think about. I do want to get onto TikTok. I need to make the time to do it. As with everything in business, you've got to make the time. And then once I think once you get used to it, it just flows. It's like people always ask me, how do you do so many stories? It's just not something I think about now. It's just something I do. So I am going to give that a try for sure. Well, Anyway, make sure you go over and say hi to Krishla on Insta at Shall We Social. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love you to share it wherever you like to share it. But if you're on the gram, then make sure that you tag her and myself at Suze Chadwick and let us know what you're going to do differently, what you thought, any questions that you've got and all the rest of it. 
But that is it for another week. Just a reminder that if you want to check out Brand Builders Academy before doors open, then you can go to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA. I would love to hang out with you and help you to grow a bold brand and a profitable business. But until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.